Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, I believe that it's about time that there was renewed interest. Um, There's time that um, the family and I get closure as to hopefully we can figure out what happened to him. Um, Certainly, it's been a it's been like a roller coaster ride the last several months. Well, yeah, I was saying earlier that you were interviewed recently by the police on this matter? Um, today was two weeks ago. What what line of questioning, if I can ask, uh, were they presenting to you? Well, the questioning was kind of disappointing. Um, there really were not any questions. Basically, all that they asked me, um, well, it was just, um, Corporal Garcia, the only thing that he really asked me was um, my relationship with Don and um, how Don got started out. It really wasn't, there really were, there really were not a whole lot of questions in regards to his disappearance. Wow, uh, that's a surprise, I mean, because that's obviously central to the whole narrative now going forward, and a lot of that revolves around his one-time bride, Carol Baskin, who a lot of people are pointing fingers at, uh, thinking that she was obviously involved. I mean, let me ask you, Carol Baskin, do you think she was complicit in your former boss's disappearance? It's a hard question um, for me to answer. I feel that she is, I feel, I do feel like that she did have something to do with it. Um, to what extent, I don't know. Um, certainly her actions following, shortly following his disappearance, um, makes everybody suspect. Such as? Well, um, the first thing was that she didn't seem concerned that he wasn't, he didn't come home and she wasn't concerned that he didn't answer his phone. Um, there were, there were a lot of things that she did, like, um, I think it was like 10 days after he was officially reported missing. She broke into the office. Um, She took all the records. And then two days later, she moved his office trailer out to the Easy Street compound. Um, Carol never had a key to the office. She never had... um, she never had the alarm code. She never had access to the records that were in the office. Just 
the day that she broke into the office, um, the, the day after the day after it was actually announced that um, that Don had disappeared, and I had let his daughters know. Carol started showing up at the office at around eight thirty. Um, she was there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Friday morning, whenever I did not show up at the office, she called me and asked me why I was not at the office. And I told her that I was at the sheriff's department being interviewed by two of the detectives. And I told her that it didn't sound like I was going to be done anytime soon. And she said, okay, and we hung up. And about 30 minutes after that, I got a phone call from the alarm company that said that the alarm was going off. Well, I couldn't leave, so I told them to go ahead and dispatch TPD. And when TPD got there, they called the alarm company and told them that it was the wife that was there, and it was a civil matter. They could not stop her from um, taking stuff from the office. Well, and the things so, that she, and let me ask you, the things that she took from the office, these were files uh, that I guess you were familiar with. Uh, it turns out that may be pivotal because uh, did Don not have his will as well as hers uh, in your desk or under your desk? I mean, you knew where they were, and it turns out, if I'm getting it right, that uh, the will that was presented in the aftermath of his being certified as disappeared was not the will that you were familiar with. Is that correct? That is correct. And now it's turned out there are experts have been called in uh, looking at that will. And two, according to the sheriff now in Hillsborough County, the current sheriff said they were unequivocal. That will is a forgery. Does that surprise you? No, we've been saying for 23 years that that was not um, that both the will and the power of attorney, we knew they were not his signatures. Um, back in 1990, it was either 1997 or 1998, I can't remember, late 97 or early 98, um, there, were, there was a handwriting expert that his daughters hired that said that they were not authentic. But then Carol um, presented two handwriting experts that said that they were. Um, so when you, you've got a he said, she said type situation, and then you've got somebody. Well, by the time that all this was in, into question, um, his, his daughters and I, all four of us were not only were we physically, mentally, but we were also financially spent. We didn't have any more. Um, we didn't have any more resources. So his daughters um, decided that it was better just to go ahead and. I mean, I think they were advised by their attorney um, that it would take a lot of money and a lot of time to fight it any further than what had been fought. And really, I was just a glorified assistant. I, I didn't have, you know, I was not related by blood or marriage, so I didn't have any standing. So um, I, 
I don't believe that the girls had any other choice but to to settle with her. And, and now it's not only, it's my understanding that there have been now about 10 handwriting experts that are saying that these documents are traced. So, in effect, forged. So, again, uh, Carol Baskins is no way in the clear, even though she might have felt that way back in the late 90s, the beneficiary of Don Lewis's estate, Don Lewis's executive assistant at the time, Anne McQueen, with us on the line. And uh, this intrigue, obviously, has surfaced because of the popularity of The Tiger King on Netflix. The thing that I find most ominous, and confirm or deny, uh, when Don Lewis uh, had a spat with her, Carol Baskin, at the time, uh, didn't he warn you to take hold of a document because something might happen to him? Those were his express words. Approximately two months before he disappeared, he went to the courthouse and he filed a restraining order, which the judge denied. And in that restraining order, he told the judge that Carol had threatened to kill him and that she had access to guns. Um, the judge denied it. He came to the office. He gave me an envelope. And I can't remember his exact words. I mean, you're talking 23 years ago. And um, you're also talking to an old lady now. So, But um, he gave me the envelope and told me to keep it someplace safe. And I can't remember if he actually said, take it to the police if anything happened to me. Or he said, you'll know what to do with it. I took the envelope home. I put it in a drawer, in a desktop drawer, and I forgot about it. I mean, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't the first time Don had given me a document to hold on to. And I didn't think anything of it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.